John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast, June 1915. This podcast looks at life in World War I through the letters of John Adams, who was 23 when he joined up in September 1914. He served with the 9th Service Battalion, Royal Irish Fusiliers, and was involved in many significant events in the Western Front, particularly Passchendaele. These are his words, read by his grandchildren and narrated by his great-grandchildren. One of the things about doing a podcast of any type is that you start to get immersed in the material. And it's interesting for me to learn about my grandfather going month by month instead of a bulk of letters all mixed up. But it's learning the things month by month as they happen that really perks my interest. I mean, for instance, this month we learn that John Adams becomes a Lance Corporal. What that means, I don't know. What that will mean for his future, well, I, I can't really tell because I don't know what that means within the context. That's also learning about the structure of the army. The army was structured in a way that at the top they were led by a general who was in charge of the whole army. Under that there were several corps with lieutenant generals in charge, about 20,000 men. Under that were the divisions, including the 36th Ulster Division, 10th and 16th Irish Divisions. They were led by a major general, 10 to 12,000 men. Oliver Nugent was a major general for the 36th Ulster Division that John Adams was in. Within each division there were different brigades. Within the Ulster Division there was 108th, which John Adams was part of, also the 107th and 109th, so all those uh, were from Ulster. And in charge of that was a brigadier general. The 108th was Brigadier General uh, Hackett Payne. Three to 4,000 men within each of those brigades. Under those brigades were battalions, and that's where the 9th Service Battalion and the Royal Irish Fusiliers was, with Lieutenant Colonel Blacker in charge of that. Eight to 10,000 men were involved in battalions. Under that were companies, and we know that John Adams was in D Company, which were led by a captain. Quite often the captain would change as uh, promotions and deaths would occur. 160 to 200 men under that was a platoon led by a lieutenant, 40 to 50 men. And under that were the sections led by a lance corporal who was in charge of 10 to 14 men. Well, I guess we know now. My name's Mark Adams and John Adams is my grandfather. On the 8th of May 1915, the 9th Service Battalion, Royal Irish Fusiliers, along with nearly 17,000 other men of the 36th Ulster Division, paraded in Belfast. The route was decked with bunting and flags and crowded with local people and the family and the friends of those who paraded. The march past the City Hall lasted over one and a half hours, a day to remember for the young men. While this was seen by many as a farewell, the Ulster Division did not leave Ulster for nearly two months. The Division was deployed in the Antrim Hills for the culmination of their training. But it was inevitable that the men of the 36th Ulster Division would leave soon. As Philip Orr wrote in his book, The Road to the Somme, The authorities realised that as the 12th of July approached, it would be undesirable for the men to remain in Ulster during the Orange celebrations. The worry of civil unrest in Ireland was still there, and it would be best to get the UVF out of Ireland before they had ideas about what to do with their training. 
While the bulk of the 36th left Ulster on the 1st and 2nd of July, John Adams left a few days earlier, at the end of June, as part of the advanced party. In train to Dublin, then sailing to Holyhead and Wales, another train journey, not to the Western Front, but to Seaford in the south of England, for further training. He also left with a promotion to Lance Corporal. Postmark, Newtonards, 17th of June, 1915. D Company, 9th Royal Irish Fusiliers, Newtonards. Dear Mother, just a line to say that we got back alright on Tuesday night. I hope Annie and Jimmy got back home safe. I am sorry that I was so long in writing, but I have no time until now. This is all now. We'll write later. Your loving son, John. D Company, 9th Royal Irish Fusiliers, Newton Arts. Undated letter, messier than the others, apparently pre-deployment. Possibly 19th of June 1915, based on references in the letter. Dear Mother, just a line hoping it still finds you all enjoying good health, as this leaves me in the same here at present. I hope Annie and Jimmy got home alright from Newry. There was not a big crowd at the station this time. We were confined to camp since we got back on the flying gallum, and I suppose will until we are shifted from here. I don't think that will be long now, as far as I hear, Sunday week at the latest. It may be a good while until we are all at home again, and we may all expect changes, for there are bound to come. None of us knows what the future holds for us, but let us all hope for the best. There will be no chance to see Jeannie again before we move, and there would be no use in her coming over again, for it would do none of us any good. I will write and tell Jimmy if we go by the main line, if I get any word about it. I think this is all now. Hope to hear from you soon. I remain your loving son, John Adams. Excuse the scribble as I'm in a hurry. You might tell Jimmy to write now and again to tell us how he's getting on. This is all now. It was well it was not away. Postcard, 27th of June, 1915. My dear mother, just a line to say that I am still here, but by the time you get this we will be on the road from here. We are going by the main line, but we will hardly stop any stations. There are 60 of us going in an advanced party. The rest of the battalion will not shift until Wednesday or Thursday. I hope yous are all keeping in good health, as this leaves me in the same here at present. I will write you as soon as we get settled down. I think this is all now, as we are still packing up. I remain your loving son, with best love to all at home. J. Adams From personal notes, date not specific, June 1915. Promoted Lance Corporal, went with advance party to Seaford, Sussex, England. Thank you for listening to John Adams' Letters from the Front podcast. To find out more about John Adams and his family, visit www.johnadams.org.uk forward slash letters. And you can email us with your comments or questions at letters at johnadams.org.uk. You can also follow at Jay Adams Letters on Twitter. 
the history of the 9th Service Battalion Royal Irish Fusiliers during World War One is taken from Blacker's Boys. Visit them at www.9thirishfusiliers.co.uk. That's with the number 9, not the letter. The podcast will be published 100 years after the letters were written, so it will be published nearly every month. This has been a Mark's Mass production. Thank you.